we got seven samurai facing off against demons. But this ain't your mama's Onimusha. And we're going to talk all about it as we, as we talk about the Netflix anime Onimusha this week on Shonen and Suds. Cody! I stumbled there for a minute, but you know what? We're going to keep fucking going because we're <laughs> back, Cody! We're back! Yeah, I, you pushed through it, Chris. You just you, you lagged a little. I did. You know, it, was, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay. I, you know, I went to the Spider Verse there for a second, but we're back, brother. Sunday edition, afternoon edition this week. You know, not the brunch edition. You know, we're just coming in the late afternoon. We both actually finished this up today, so you know, it works out. Yeah, it ended up working out just fine. I I was a little worried because like, damn. Last night I didn't do fucking jack shit. I just watched UFC after work, and I was like, man. I should probably be watching mm-hmm. Onimusha right now, because... Oh, oh, brother, I, I didn't do shit yesterday, either. I was like, I hope Chris doesn't want to record at, like, 10 a.m., otherwise I'm going to have to wake up. No, um, no I, I, had to, I was at the crossroads this morning, Cody. I had to, like, get up and be like, all right, I kind of want to, you know, I know I talked shit about it before, but I got, like, a good deal on Final Fantasy 16. Um, so I was like, well, I kind of want to play it, because I'm having a good time with it, you know, for all, you know, take that for what it's worth. But then I was like, Fuck, I haven't even started Onimusha Kodai. Cody, I watched all eight episodes this morning. Oh my gosh, you're a savage. So I had to I had to make uh you know, but here's the thing. The first seven episodes are actually a pretty easy watch. But boy, the landing gear fucking falls off when they get to the last episode. This plane just crashes and burns. But it's a solid watch up until then. I'll I'll say that. Um, yeah. So it wasn't that bad until yeah. I just scratched my head at this ending. Yeah, and you know we'll say spoilers ahead here. Um, if you guys yeah. haven't seen all eight episodes of the Netflix series, we're going to talk about it. We're going to dissect it. Um, and it's a quick watch. Every episode's like twenty twenty five minutes. Like so, it's a it was a very. Like, I was up at like yeah, I'm an old man, so I'm up at like six o'clock. So got up, took my dog out, thought about my life for a second, then by like six fifteen, I'm watching Onimusha, and like I was done by like. 9 45 10 o'clock so it was like all right well that was fast yeah it's a, it's a pretty easy watch like there's no even the last episode like in uh, certain other parts that we'll talk about that we have gripes over like it's yeah. still an easy watch like i didn't pause it and go like yeah i didn't roll my eyes yeah and again it's not our favorite but it was fine i i think it's worth watching once yeah. Now, however, Chris, you know, judging by the Reddit threads that I've read through uh, this morning in the in the oh, for God's uh, reviews I watched, um, if you're a fan of the games, don't expect this to be really anything like it. Uh, there, there is no, a gauntlet it, and there's swords, and that's that's where we draw the line yep. there. <laughs> and it's called and there's, and there's demons. That's right. And there's demons. Uh, that's it. That's literally it. Um, yeah, and I I like the games. Uh, I I can't remember if I like. I feel like no, I never played three. I played one, two, like tactics, and there was like I think there was like a remake of one, like an HD like fucking port on the Switch or whatever. You know, all that shit. You know how they did. Yeah, I think um, Onimusha has only the first one is has like a modern. Yeah, and it's not even like modern mm-hmm. anymore. It's just like a it was then. They just cleaned up the graphics a little bit. It's got rid of the jaggies on that boy. Yeah, but like we we've played a little bit of it. I played a little bit of like the first one on PS2, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a or maybe PS2, PS2, something like that. Early PS2. Yeah, PS2. Yeah, very early PS2. Um, but so I didn't really have like a big 
you know, I, I wasn't coming into it knowing any characters. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, the the show was doing me no favors in explaining who any of these characters really were. Um, other than, like, this main guy, uh, Musashi, is... Miyamoto, yeah, Miyamoto is, Musashi? Yeah, he is a... The main, legendary swordsman? Yeah, this legendary swordsman. And that, that's what it is. And we, we kind of pick up, you know, we'll... We'll dive into all that, Chris. I don't want to. I don't want to put the cart before the horse here. Um, oh man, we, you, you were doing it. I, I was about to. to I was about right to. In. You was yeah. ready to go. We ain't had no drinks. We ain't had no small talk. We ain't told the gang who we are. And of course, I, I'm here. I am here to to steady the ship. Uh, of course, like we like we're trying to say, we are back for a new episode of Shonen and Suds. I'm your host, Chris Adams. I am Cody Snodgrass, rushing through this damn thing. <laughs> oh, yes, you are. And uh, like I said, today we're covering the Netflix Onimusha. And again, it's not bad, but it's got some uh, it's got some issues. But, um, you know, we'll get to all that, Cody. I mean, otherwise, you know, we've got some news to cover. Um, you know, we've got a poll, um, which I don't even know who won, Cody. We'll get to that. Um, and then we kind of talk about, like, the next couple weeks we've got coming up. We've got, like, you know, some would argue a hit. And then we've got what we know is just going to be a fucking, just fucking foul ball. Yeah. Although, Chris, maybe. But we're prepared for it. Yeah, maybe. Um, so we'll start things off with the poll. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a winner, Chris. And Chris, you jinxed us at the end of the last week's podcast. You said we're going to see another oh, no. uh, Cone film. And um, Tokyo Godfathers. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Here we are. Has won the poll. Should have known. Should have known. I shouldn't have even put it on you the fucking say. list. I thought for sure Porco Rosso was going to win. Um, but, you know, one day we'll, oh, we'll watch that the pig pilot um, do his thing. Um, but it won't, oh, be, it won't be next pig week. Pilot. Yeah, pig pilot with a mustache, no, Chris. You, that's, that's like our... one. Of, that's like one of the only Ghibli films you haven't seen, I believe. As far as I know, right? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it, yeah. I have never seen Porco Rosso. I, I, I know. I, I can see the character in my mind's eye. Like I know what he looks like. <laughs> like the fucking Red Baron, if he was a pig. Yep, literally. Um, but yeah, he'll get his time on on the cast one day. Um. Yeah, Tokyo Godfathers has won the poll, so we were watching our next Satoshi Kon film um, next week. Uh, and then after that, we, we had two options. We're going to go with the one that sounds better, uh, and that is Jujutsu Kaisen Season yeah. 2. It is done being dubbed. I don't know exactly yeah. when it was finished being dubbed, but I was like, man, I was just checking. I was like, this thing has to be fucking done being... Like, I hear people talk about Season 2, and it's like, supposedly really great. Um, I've heard a lot of good things. Um... You know, still, still, that show hasn't really drug us in. Uh, maybe, maybe a little overhyped when it comes to when we watched it. Um, you know, I hope season two yeah, is the one that, that really reels us in. I'm hoping so because yeah, I mean, you hit the nail right on the head. It's, it's, I, I, I don't see it yet. I feel like just the biggest like mistake that show makes is they literally gave us the most powerful character in the fucking universe right off the bat, and the only way. They just don't have him completely annihilate all the villains is by making him go on a fucking shopping trip. And it's like, well, that's just fucking stupid. But what do I know? Yeah, I imagine we're going to get some kind of like Dragon Ball situation where they're like, well, there's this guy from this other planet that's super duper strong, which is not a good thing. That's not a good thing to like go into like off the rip. I don't know. Um, No, no. Pardon me, I'm enjoying some nice peanut butter M&M's because they go well with my beverage, so 
Well, if you hear a nice, delightful crunch. I was going to say, Chris, that's a hell of a segue, but unfortunately, I do have a little bit more news for us to talk about. Oh, <laughs> we, we, great news. Please, by all means, continue. I'm just, I got my feet up. I'm sitting back. I'm enjoying the show. Well, Chris, you will also enjoy. Um, we have some dates for the next season and the next movie of My Hero Academia. Hell yeah. So the fourth film will release August 2nd. Um, okay. I know that's, that's, you know that's a good six months away. There's a new trailer for it. There's a poster that doesn't feature cool costumes that they will then disregard five minutes into the movie. Um, which Beautiful. Is, which is great because if you guys have been listening oh. to the cast long enough, you, you've heard our gripes about the World Heroes mission. Um, it is... God, I fucking hated that movie. Far and away the worst My Hero Academia movie. And, you know, you can argue with your dad, but we don't care. <laughs> <you know? laughs> That's right. <laughs> that movie uh, sucked. and so It wasn't good. At all. Not even close. The costumes in the first five minutes, though, were really fucking cool. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, actually, I want to put I want to put an asterisk by what you said. The first five minutes of that movie were fucking bananas. It was great. It really sets you up for something awesome. And then it's like, nah, Bozo, get in this fucking Woody. We're going across country, dog. Enjoy that. Yeah. And, you know, granted, it, it did have to live up to the previous two movies, which have some of, like, the most insane ending sequences. But... <laughs> The, you mean the double Detroit Smash, brother? Yeah, the, the double. Fucking, I, I, the the fucking. lasers, the fucking <laughs> pec flex. Yeah, the lasers, the fucking... <laughs> you know, it, it had it all. And then the double fucking all-for-one Bakugo mm-hmm. deck. Like, he, he, you're never going to top those. You know, you can make 25 more movies, and they won't compare yeah, to those. Yeah, they're going to bring something you insane. Need, yeah, you, <laughs> there better be laser lights. Otherwise... I'm going to need a laser show that might make my brain think about having a seizure. That's what <laughs> I need. I need I need fucking lasers. You need the fucking Pokemon Porygon episode is what you need. <laughs> Gosh, damn right. Damn right. Um, but yeah, and then the seventh season of My Hero Academia uh, will debut April 6th. That's about two months oh, that's away. that's right around the corner. Yeah, it's a four-episode special called My Hero Academia Memories. I don't know if that's going to be oh. like a like a big recap or if that's mm-hmm. just going to be the first four episodes of the new season, um, we'll just have to see uh, when that drops. But I, I guess four episodes are going to release on April 6th. Well, I guess wow. we'll find out more when we get there. Um, but the the main season seven anime um, will then debut on May 4th. Okay. May the 4th be with you. I'd say that's the Star Wars day, yeah. Um, that is. That is. I'm here for it. Yeah, we have that. Um, we did get a new trailer for Dragon Ball Daima, um, which is... Um, Don't care. GT Part Two, I guess. I'd... Got Muppet Babies in the Dragon Ball universe. Yeah, it's it's very much like the the Dragon Ball manga is continuing, and this is not that. So I don't know why yeah. they're. Please God, don't waste your time. Just give us the next fucking season of Super, please. Yeah, it's like I don't for the love I, of God. I don't understand like the, the thinking here. You know, Chris. <laughs> very similar. If, if if you're a wrestling fan out there, which we are, you know. Oh man! He had Cody Rhodes win the Rumble to finish his story, and then The Rock shows up and it goes. Actually, what if I just set us back another year? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How about this? Yeah. How about we make you eat a hot dog too? Yeah, it's like That's exactly what this was. I mean, fuck. I feel bad, Chris, because I know you're going to WrestleMania. You know, not to get sidetracked. Yeah, I was but really... How do you yeah, feel no, about really The Rock hoping... versus Roman now? Um, Look, look, man. I'll be, I'll be fine. I'm okay with seeing The Rock live again. It's fine. But like, I feel like it's such a. And here's the thing, man. Cody's taking it like a champ. But I feel like 
they're going to use him to get the belt off of Seth because Seth is legitimately hurt. And but it's like that's not what that's not what the people want. So I don't know why they thought it was a good idea. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna be so drunk. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're all just gonna be like fuzzy blurs running <laughs> around in a giant fuzzy blur. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that's. A, I just that- hope if you're watching, if you're watching, all I want to, all I need you to listen out for is a really loud. Two. <laughs> Oh, I'll, Chris, I'll be, I'll be listening. I'll have the volume up at, at every two count. Um, you'll know, you'll know who it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's 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 our wrestling segment. Um, we do have, you know, more more tragic news, and that being uh, the Seven Deadly Sins has another season out. Oh man, um, God, why, why? Yeah, this is the Four Nights of the Apocalypse anime, which is, I, I think. I don't know where it falls in terms of like, uh, like is it this the actual like the actual continuation or like the sequel to Grudge of Edinburgh? I think this is like the sequel to Grudge of Edinburgh, but it it still features Lancelot and um, Meliodas's kid, whatever his name is. Oh, Tristan. I believe they're two of the four knights. Um, Okay. And you know who knows? You know, Grudge of Edinburgh wasn't that bad until they leaned on. The Seven Deadly yeah, Sins to literally was. bail them out of every situation. Um, yep. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, we'll, we're going to watch that. We're going to cover Jujutsu Kaisen. So obviously we have Onimusha today. We have Jujutsu Kaisen for the next two weeks, I believe. Um, and then we're going to yep. do a movie poll. It'll be in between that and then Seven Deadly Sins, which is only like nine episodes. Or excuse mm-hmm. me, Seven Deadly Sins: Four Nights of the Apocalypse. Um, Yes. Yeah. That that's our that's our schedule going forward kind of through February into early March. Um and yeah, that's pretty much it for the news, I think. Oh, wait, Chris. Um yeah. you know, flags at half mast for our boy Chubbs, you know. Oh man, Carl Weathers, we lost a we lost a, a Hollywood icon, a legend, you know, best damn golfer out there, got tore one of that bastard's eyes out. But uh, now, if, you, if you've seen any, you know, if you've seen Rocky, if you've seen Action Jackson, if you've seen fucking um, Happy Gilmore or any any movie where they love to reference that character, or if you were currently watching The Mandalorian, you know, um, he was doing stuff like Carl Weathers was still doing stuff. He apparently died peacefully in his sleep at the ripe young age of 76. Yeah, man, he is his. his catalog I'm, I'm scrolling through it now he's also in all the creed movies obviously um yep predator eight crazy nights my favorite holiday movie ever uh, oh the greatest the greatest hol- i'm gonna say christmas movie like an asshole <laughs> the greatest <laughs> holiday movie ever made by a mile yeah and then of course his cameo in little Nikki is <laughs> oh, reprising the role of chubbs um that's right yeah another another one gone unfortunately you hate to see it um and, you know chris it it was it's weird. I literally just had a guy come into the shop, sell some Rocky Funko Pops. That's like, funny. I was like, dang, man, I might have to grab that Apollo Creed one. Like, might just have to. That's right. Is he wearing like the American flag trunks and he's got the, the, the top hat on? Is it the living in America Apollo? I don't think he has the top hat on. Um, oh, brutal. He does have the trunks. And no, oh, to- no top hat. Um, yeah, I imagine, you know. Yeah, so for to, all try. you Apollo Creed fans out there, make sure you fi- go ahead and f- go to your nearest 
Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, whatever you got. Just cut on James Brown living in America. Just one one last time for the for the goat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, flags at half mast this Sunday morning on Shonen and Suds. Um, That's right. Yeah, Chris. With all that news out of the way, man, I am parched. You sound it. You sound it. And uh, I have these uh, these M and M's are drying my mouth out. So, Cody, I need to know, and the folks at home need to know. What you drinking? Oh, shit. Explosion. Shot some air right into the uh, the microphone there, Chris. <laughs> you sure did. Well, Chris, I'm coming at you with another one of these Smirnoff Ice Smashes, is what they are technically called. Smashing um, choice, brother. Yeah, and it's it's not the best flavor. This is the lemon-lime one. Um, oh, it's like flat Sprite. Yeah, it's, you know, it's okay. Um, I, mo- I went to a different gas station. And this is the last one I have left out of these. You know, I drank all the all the good flavors, the, the peach mango, the strawberry lemonade. Um, and now you got to eventually get to the it's like getting to the back of like a, a party pack. You know how it is. There's always the back yeah, oh, yeah. in the back. You know, like, ah. <laughs> the, the, the pine needle cranberry or whatever <laughs> the fuck it was. Oh, uh, the Christmas ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's still got 8% alcohol. It's still it's still refreshing. It gets you to where you want to go. Um, but lemon lime okay. is just not. Not the combination here. Uh, when they have like, you know, cherry limeades and you know, just all the better flavors. Pineapple coconut apparently exists. I need to find that oh. one. Um, yeah, if I want lemon lime, I'll just drink a sprite and put some vodka in it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Which which is basically what this is. You know, but yeah, it it, it gets the job done. It's fine. Um, yeah, Chris, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What are you drinking this this fine Sunday afternoon? Ooh. Let me let me get the crack going in here. Cody, I am drinking a delicious Imperial Stout because it's cold outside, buddy. Um, drinking something local. I can't remember if I've had this one on the cast before, but I'm doing a uh, this from Three Notched Brewing, which is a brewery out of Charlottesville, which is about uh, maybe an hour away from Richmond. Uh, they have an imperial stout that they lovingly call Biggie S'mores. Um, Cody, with a stout called a Biggie S'mores, I say what a name! Right. Damn right, damn right. And Cody, if I if I tell you I'm drinking a stout called Biggie S'mores, what what flavors do you think will be in this uh, in this uh, in this beer? Uh, Chris, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a guess of s'mores, like a marshmallow, chocolate, graham cracker, you know. You're or, a god, or, you must have an IQ of 160, brother, because you're a goddamn genius. Yeah, I, I could have made a, a terrible joke there. But, oh, no. <laughs> about the, the the tragic death of Biggie Smalls, but I will not. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Chris, I'm going to guess like, I'm gonna guess s'mores. Tastes like an inside job. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely correct. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, it's a, big, a big Imperial Stout. Um, only eight percent though, so like it's not as big as it's been in the past. In the past, it's been like nine, ten percent. Um, but yeah, uh, as I said, I'm having some peanut butter M and M's that actually pair so well with this. Um, and it's just just warms you to the core. You get that nice chocolate malt. You get that kind of um. You get a lot of the sweetness from like the the marshmallow from the um from the graham cracker. But it's just mostly like just deep roasty chocolate malts. Um, I've actually had it out for about twenty minutes so it can warm up. Because um, unfortunately, the one thing about imperial stouts is when they're cold, 
so many of those flavors are muted. You got to get this bad boy up to room tempy as fast as possible so you can get all the notes. It's like it's like trying to pick <laughs> it's like trying to pick fucking Bob Dylan out of We Are the World. You know what I mean? You have to you got you got to clear the room <laughs> and let him do his solo to really get the voice. Which Cody, I bring that up because there's a documentary on Netflix about the making of that song. It's called The Biggest Night or Greatest Night in Pop Music. Uh, you should check it out. It's actually really cool. Oh yeah, you know I'm always looking for a new documentary, Chris. Um, yeah, I will. You said it's the biggest that, night in pop music. I'm just, I'm just gonna it's, add it's, it now. It's called, it's called the, the greatest night in pop music. Greatest um, night in pop music. Then, All right. Yep. Oh yeah. And there, and then there's another one uh, that I speaking of documentaries and speaking of Cody Rhodes, there's one I want to watch. It's, it's, I got it all queued up. It's called American Nightmare. Oh, we got a Cody Rhodes documentary. No, no, it's not. It's not about Cody Rhodes. It's uh, it's called it's called American Nightmare. It's about this like. This woman who like faked her own kidnapping or some shit. Like it's uh it's oh. fucking wild. Nothing to do with Cody Rhodes. All right, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's uh, I mean, the, the Rock performing the heist of the century, I suppose. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely but have to check those. Out. Is, are, are those both Netflix ones? Those are those are both Netflix. Now, if you want the Cody Rhodes documentary, there is one called The American oh. Nightmare there it is. on Peacock. There it is. Oh, Chris, thank you for saying Peacock, because now I know to cancel my subscription, because Royal Rumble's oh, over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Appreciate yeah, I, I'm actually getting ready to... Uh, <laughs> oh, no problem. I'm actually getting ready to cancel mine, because I've had a... I've been, I've been sitting there at the awesome price point of $1.99 for two years, and <laughs> I got the email the other day. They sure did. I got the email like, hey, after February, you're going back to six ninety nine a month. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I am not. So, uh... Not today, Satan. Good try, though. And not today, Satan. I'll be back when I can get it for a dollar ninety nine for twenty four fucking months again. Yeah. Fuck uh, um. Yeah. How about fuck that? You're right. Yeah. That that is our drinks out of the way. Um. That's so good. Fuck this. Chris, is so you, good. You said it's cold there, Chris. It's been warm here. It's, it is a nice fifty two really? degrees outside. It is great. Man, it's cold as shit outside. I, I mean, now granted, cold for me is different than cold for you. Uh, I mean, it's. It's 54 degrees here, which is cold here. I mean, that's like a fucking summer for you, brother. But it's a little crisp here. I say that's t-shirt optional weather right there, Chris. What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, man. That's that's board shorts and and tank top weather for you, brother. Exactly. I got my floppy floppies on. (laughs) That's right. You'll be drinking peach buzz bombs in no time. God. No, we won't. We'll never never drink again. Um, yeah, alcohol disclaimer for those uh, those you know who are always looking for something new to drink. The margarita buzz bombs, fucking top shelf, top shelf, top tier. Drink those. The peach ones, you could probably go back in time if you pour that into your gas tank because it is disgusting. Yeah, definitely the worst of of the many flavors of buzz balls. Um, yeah, yeah. A, mis- uh, a misplay was made on the our part. You know we. Yeah, we- we, we still got the that, you know? right? We still, we still made, we still made our top eights, and we still got there. But the uh, boy, the peach really tried to slow us down. That's for sure. One hundred percent. And then, real quick, Chris, just some uh, mm-hmm. some house house cleaning, whatever you want to call it. Right, that's not the term. Um, housekeeping. Housekeeping. Thank you. House cleaning. Who does that? <laughs> but, not me. Uh, uh, just a quick apology for last week's episode. I noticed. Oh yeah, I heard you fucked up. Yeah, I went back to go get our poll, like to remember, because I couldn't remember what one of the options was, and mm-hmm. I'm like I'll just skip to the end. 
double check the poll. And I go to click the end, and it's like a two-minute-long podcast. And I'm like, oh, whoops. whoops. So I guess I transferred it over before it had fully saved when I edited the beginning out. So my bad. It should be fixed. If it's not fixed, it'll update automatically on all the podcasting sites. Uh, probably within like 24 or 48 hours, something like that. So, um, yeah, you, guys you, are, you can't steal our fort. <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah, if you guys are wondering where our where our the rest of the cast went, uh, it, it'll be fixed. It'll it'll sort itself out. Yeah, I was gonna say it's hard to uh hard to steal our voices for audio books when we only give you a two minute clip, but it can be done, I guess. That is right. And speaking of which, we did cross eleven thousand downloads. So, oh man, brother, our... I, wanna, I just want to. <laughs> I just want to know what I'm reading over in Singapore, man. I, I got to know. Hopefully it's something good, man. <laughs> you know, so. I hope so. Yeah. Um, yeah. With all that being said, Chris, I think it's time to dive into uh, this Onimusha series. Yeah, man. Let's, uh, let's dive on into a real quick uh, tale of the tape here. Onimusha, eight episodes uh, by, I guess it's what, Sublimination Studio? Never, uh, never heard of them. I'm not quite sure what it is they do, but, you know. This is fine. So if you can at least do better than this, you're you're in good shape. Uh, came out not too long ago, Cody. This was uh, November second, so coming down there at the end of stretch of last year. Um, eight episodes. They're all right around. They like said twenty five minutes each, so it's a very very quick watch. And again, overall, I want to say the show was solid until the very end, and there there were a couple hiccups along the way, but what I do like is, and we'll start diving into it here in a second, like, they just kind of drop us right in. Um, now, one of the biggest things that kept me from watching this at first, Cody, is it has that weird kind of CG, cell-shaded, Grudge of Edinburgh-style animation. Yeah, which we've, we've always but, had our gripes about. Um Right. And I feel like I'm, I always get fucking got by the trailer because the trailer does not do it any justice. And I think that's why they give us the opening sequence, uh, sequence that they do, because they're like, hey, look, we know this is a little different, but look how fluid we can make it. Right. So like, if the trailer turns you off from the animation style, it's, it doesn't give it it doesn't give it a fair shake, in my opinion. Yeah, and just a real quick note, Chris. It, this is directed mm-hmm. by uh, Takashi Miike. Um, mm-hmm. If it, I, I don't watch a lot of Japanese movies, other than you know, like mm-hmm. Battle Royale things like that, but this guy's sure. the, the guy that directed Ichi the Killer, which is a pretty notorious. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, Japanese absolutely. Film. Definitely, my dad's a big gore guy, so Ichi's. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> definitely one of his his favorites. He, I mean, he's got a laundry list of. Uh, he did Thirteen mm-hmm. Assassins. Oh wow! I'm just scrolling through some of these. Um, if there's any other ones that I that I would recognize, but he's known for his, his like the gore and like the uh, like that's where like the blood and all that comes from in this. Which I, I think he he kind of took it light on this, maybe just because it's a Netflix show. He didn't want to you know go full yeah, ham. Scared the kids off, yeah. Yeah, definitely wanted some, some kids to watch it. Um, but yeah, just a quick note, yeah, that he made that, which is kind of an interesting fun fact. I don't I don't know these names. Um as well as a lot of the other people that I've seen do Onimosha reviews, because they're like, they they were saying that um, Musashi Miyamoto was actually like this famous samurai, like in Japan, like he's like the most famous samurai in Japan ever, Um, which I didn't know that, or the most famous swordsman, I should say. Uh, Yeah, like, um, they always talk about it, whenever you see like any any sort of like historical, I'm trying to think of like the best way to describe it. They were like, shows or documentaries about like the greatest warriors in history 
he's always like he's always like on the top of the list as like one of the like greatest like swordsmen. Um and I want to say like he was what 1500s I think. Oh Chris, I don't know. I wasn't alive back then. You know. <laughs> uh, brother, I feel like it but no, I was not either. Um maybe like maybe 1500s or 1600s like again I I do not know but uh but yeah, he is a very he had like like fucking god like 50 duels like he I, like that's a lot. And one of the th- one of the big things that he was renowned for, Cody, which it seems like such a silly thing by today's standards, but he was known for using two swords. Like you didn't see a lot of that. Like you didn't see that like at all. That was like his claim to fame. Interesting. Okay. Well, not not you only. <laughs> I was gonna say not only is he's being depicted um, in this, like he's the char- the main character, but the character. Like there's an actor that he's based off of, also in mm-hmm. this. Um, that played Miyamoto, right? I think. Uh, yeah, Miyamoto. Yeah, Musashi Miyamoto is the guy. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out the guy that played him. <laughs> in in. Like like in the movies, it's like a famous Japanese actor that's passed away, that played Miyamoto Miyamoto Musashi. In his document, in his like biopic, and then he's being recreated in animation here because he's long since passed. Um, but yeah, a bunch of stuff that I had no idea about, I found out through reviews, um, uh, like other reviews that I was listening to. Um, but yeah, just just some neat little facts there. Um, yeah, and then, Chris, I mean, the show kind of just picks up. We meet our main character, Musashi. He is he is surrounded by enemies, Chris. Um and then, yeah, like right in like this, this like temple like square effectively. Yeah, look, we got like this old monk looking on, and um, he proceeds to just beat the shit out of these guys. Just make quick. Oh, what, and, and what a cool fight! Because like I said, this is like them saying, "Hey, I know this animation style might look a little weird, but like it looks really good here. Like the fight scene is very fluid. I, I really like that this is how they open. And one of the things I do like about this Cody, it's only eight episodes." And none of them feel like uh, feel like filler. Yeah, they and they get to the point pretty quickly. Uh, they don't. There's not much time wasted here. Um, sometimes the pacing feels a little off, um, but it it's a pretty a pretty easy watch. Um, uh, obviously, I watched it dubbed. I'm sure you did too. Um, I sure did. Got a lot of got a lot of um, familiar voices in this voice cast. Um, Yuri Lowenthal. Yeah, re- really solid voice acting all across the board, by the way. Yeah, we had our boy Yuri Lowenthal showing back up, a.k.a. Spider-Man, Sasuke. I mean, he's done it all. Um, and then it, it's not listed here. Um, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Matsuki? Or, yeah, Matsuki. Yeah. Or is he? He's the one that was the trainer of the other guys, right? Oh, Ma- Matsui? Matsuki, I believe. Uh, yeah, Ma- Matsui. Oh, am I saying it wrong? I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, yeah, there's, got, there's he, Matsui. He, there's... he plays Askeladd. That's <laughs> oh, cool. What I know him from. Um, yeah, nice. a lot of familiar voice actors that you recognize from, you know, other like mm-hmm. popular anime. Um, yeah, and yeah, we got this cool fight scene to start us off, kind of introduce us to this animation, which honestly, I, it was fine. Um, the only times I didn't like it is when I noticed that they weren't doing it and they reverted back to 2D. Um, 
Yeah. I feel like they did that mostly in like flashback sequences. Well, and specifically the fight against the three sisters, which is already laughable. Um, yeah, in its own right. that's weird. That is weird. They, like, if you go back and watch that whole scene, like, it is all just. 2D instead of like the 3D, so like that's so weird. I don't know if the budget was running out, or I mean, it seemed like the writing was running out on that episode, anyhow. But oh boy, <clears throat> yeah, just something I noticed. Um, but this fight scene really shows it off in a good way and kind of gets us going. Um, he takes out these 33 guys, um, and then he starts he starts counting them up. He starts counting up the carcasses, and he's he's uh. He's like, well, uh, you know, that's eleven guys at three days apiece. That's uh, approximately thirty-three days. Oh yeah, that's he's a, like, that's you're gonna let me borrow the thing. He's like, you're gonna let me borrow the thing for thirty-three days, right? And it's like, well, what thing? And it's this box that's inside the temple that the old man goes to get for him. Yeah, which it we we come to find out that this is a Oni Gauntlet. Um, yep. Which I don't is that the, what they're called in the game too? Is it the Oni Gauntlet? I don't. I think it's just called whatever the gauntlet. Yeah. I don't know if it has like a specific name, or I don't remember if it does. Yeah, but yeah. uh, it's ultimately the same thing. But that's what he tells him when he has, when he has the box. Well, because not only does he you know have this thing for thirty three days, but the old man's like, "Hey, you need to make sure you have this back to us in thirty three days." And you know, I understand. No, this is my warning to you now because we know unforeseen circumstances can happen. This is life. So I'm gonna have my boy Kaizen here, one of the one of the young monks that's with them. Uh, he's like he's gonna co- he's gonna accompany you as my insurance agent, just to make sure that you know if things go fuck all, that he's still gonna get this box back in 33 days. Yeah, and so we got our our two guys and Chris. He, uh, Musashi didn't show up there alone. He's also with this this group of five dudes who are accompanying him yes. on this mission. Um, Five got, samurai, no less. Yeah, and he's on this mission to by the local lord to defeat Yemon. Which, yeah. is reading the Wikipedia, it looks like it just says Lemon. <laughs> my man, my, my man, Liz Lemon. <laughs> yeah, um, and he's been like terrorizing this village, and you know, as we go on this journey with these five samurai, we find out that Yemon was actually like one of them. Um, now, Chris, yeah. immediately off the rip, two of these. Samurai look fucking sketchy as fuck. Like, oh, absolutely. The one with like the fucking bug eyes and the one with the scar over his eye, yeah, brother. They're not even. They're not even trying to hide the fact that these are bad guys, dude. It's yeah, like it's like Matsui and uh, and Gensai is the other one. Um, yeah, and kind of immediately, you know, they they set up their first camp and. Musashi immediately like calls him out for being a traitor, and he brings up that. Well, he, he says was... like, he's like, there's three uh, three people in this group are traitors. Yeah. Or villains. Like three people are, are villains. Yeah. And, and so now one calls of them, him out. Um, yep. And now keep in mind the one with the scar over his eye, Cody, that's like their master. Like the 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 rest of the group. This guy's their 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 master. Yeah, and that's Matsuke or Matsui, right? I'm pretty sure. Uh Matsuki, yeah, Matsuki, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um and so you kinda already like have your guard up for the other five. Um Oh yeah, the fact that the master is the bad guy, I'm like, well, that just means all of these guys are sus as fuck. Yeah, the only one I could trust was the fucking big guy with the fucking uh, the falcons or whatever they were. But yep, that's the guy. Yeah, he was the only one you could trust. I, I felt like out of the whole thing, um, brother. I need to take a second just to get an M and M with a. Oh, you do your thing, buddy. You, you... Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yum 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 yum. Oh, um, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Musashi immediately. Calls out Matsuke and kills him in a duel. It's a pretty pretty mm-hmm. quick duel. Um, 
Inside then is revealed to be an Oni because he's over in the corner fucking tweaking out, like crying. And like his, I mean, they just look like a fucking demon. (laughs) God. And then Uh, the fact that his tongue just flops out of his mouth and it's like five feet long. It's like, all right. Yeah, he goes full toad from fucking X Men Two. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Doesn't last long here either. Because Musashi, you know, takes care of him pretty pretty easily. Uh, this is the first time that uh, we get to see him use the Oni Gauntlet, which Kaizen yeah. is carrying. Um, slips that on and just fucking obliterates this kid. Just lays waste. Um, but it turns out Gensai is also being controlled by Yemon. Um, and so now we know that Yemon can take control of certain people, or he, he has some kind of control, either at least over these two, because they were they were working with him. Um, yeah, because they had, they had this mark on their arm, and the the and I, I forgot to mention this, but the main reason that Musashi figured out that these guys were bad is he's telling a story about this spy that was brought back. Like the guy was like strapped to a horse, missing his arms and legs, but on his head he had this mark, and he noticed it on Matsuki while he was washing up in the river, and he was like, "Well, that's how I know you're bad." And then the other guy had that mark on his tongue when he flopped it out. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I totally forgot about that part. The first episode seems like a distant fucking fever dream compared to the rest of the show. Well, um, and what, the only part that's weird in the first episode is while they're walking, the other guys are like, well, who's the third villain? And Miyamoto's like, I don't know. I don't know if there's a third villain. It could be me. I just wanted to make sure you guys didn't fuck with me while I was sleeping. And it's like, well, that just seems really, like, d- weird. Yeah, seems a little odd, but you know, whatever. We're just yeah, whatever. We're, we're trucking right along here. Um, right. And also, we get to hear some quick stories about you know Musashi's past because mm-hmm. Kaizen has he's lived on this temple grounds his whole life, so he has no idea that he's this famed samurai. Kind of like me, the viewer. Um, yeah. And so they kind of talk, talk about, about like all of his like fifty duels or whatever that he's been in, and how like and they mention some people that he's beaten, which. Doesn't seem important at the time, but Cody turns out coming down the home stretch of this thing, it'll be the most important thing we hear. Yeah, so you know, I don't know if the writers of this expect me to remember certain Japanese names I hear at the very fucking beginning, or <laughs> or what. Um, but yeah, I, I wish I wish they would have like these people appear, and it makes it almost seem like oh, maybe they're from the video game is what I thought, because I didn't even remember these names getting mentioned at the very beginning. Like it was just like. I remember the brothers getting mentioned, but I didn't remember uh, Kojiro getting mentioned at all. Um, now, uh, of course, Sasaki Kojiro is actually like another famous um, swordsman from Japan. I'm pretty sure. Let me double check that. Yeah, he's another, you know, famous swordsman, um, and he did duel uh, Musashi, uh, where he he was killed in 1612. It looks like Chris. So if you got your your history books out here. Um, yeah, that so like me not knowing any of this stuff going into it, uh, those names really didn't do much for me until afterwards when I'm like, oh, they actually fought in real life. Cool. Um, obviously under different circumstances, but oh, I clearly. Um, and then yeah, that's pretty much it for episode one. You know, we we've lost two of our, our trusted trusted allies, and we are we're moving on with the group. And just uh, next episode, they yeah. arrive at this village. Well, and I want to say it's amazing how, like, wow, they really thinned the fucking herd we had here the first episode. Like, like we're talking, like, squid game levels of herd thinning yeah. as far as, like, how many characters are just now gone. Yeah, one episode in and two of our two of our main, what, 
six, seven characters, they're they're dead. Yes. Um, they, yes. They, they were bad guys. They had had to be killed. They're gone. Yep. And I, I will actually say, ep- episode two and three are probably my two favorite episodes. So this little story, this little story arc we're getting into right here is probably my favorite. Yeah. And so we we head into this village. There's like a. I, I think they try to do, like, some comedy at this beginning part where, like, they're crossing this mm-hmm. big drawbridge and it seems like he's afraid of heights, I, I would say, is, like, what they're trying to get at. Like, yeah, it definitely falls a little flat. Yeah, the anime is, like, has a very serious tone and there's, like, a bunch of gore and stuff, so, like, it doesn't... I, I, it yeah. felt like they were trying to have, like, a little comic relief here. But then later, he's, like a... in the main fight of the series, he's fighting on a bridge and doesn't, like, freak out or anything, so it, like... It's inconsistent, and when they do it, it's like at the beginning of an episode, and it's like not funny at all. I yeah, it's it's weird. It's felt the, extremely the fat, <laughs> flat, not fat. <laughs> real fat. Yeah, our boy Goromaru, though, on the other hand, he is a little on the oh, he- man. on the hefty side. Uh, <laughs> Dude, he, he's my boy. I, he, I think he's my boy in this whole show. Yeah, um, yeah. This village is abandoned, and they find this young girl Sayo, um, and. Before they can really even get to know who she is, um, they get like they're chasing after her. But then we get all the villager zombies show up. Um, our demons, I guess, is technically what they are. Um, they've been turned into the these creatures by Yemon. Um, he kind of like every now and again will like talk to Musashi. Like, he, like you can't see him, but he can like you just hear him like just yep. saying shit. Um, the, the, whatever's inside the gauntlet that is now like inhabited his brain because like when he put the gauntlet on like it started like wrapping onto his skin like with like these almost like organic looking like tentacles kind of yeah um yeah so they take out all the take out all the zombies using some gunpowder and some, some quick thinking from the crew um and you know we sayo we see sayo's i believe it's her grandparents that have been killed and are like dead in her house, and she was like hiding, in like the floorboards. Um, and she kind of spills the beans that like their village, like the villagers discovered gold and and started when like they were mining for copper and tin. Um, and they told their local lord, who wanted to keep it a secret from the shogunate, and he sent Yamon in, and Yamon just fucking slaughtered the whole village, turned him into zombie sure. demon things, and now. You know, she wants to get revenge, and so Musashi's like, all right, well, I'll kill him for you. And she's like, well, I'm coming too, because you guys don't know where you're going. So she, she kind of becomes our navigator. Um, yeah. Or, or the leader of the team, as Musashi and the guys call her. Um, kind of That's becomes right. a bit more of a detriment, um, mostly because like, they really don't need her, to be, to be completely honest. No, she, she definitely kind of gets in the way here, man, which is kind of weird. Like, I do, I do hate in movies and shows when they just arbitrarily throw a kid in there. Um, now, obviously, it, it kind of makes sense, in a sense, because, like, you know, we find her grandparents' carcasses. Um, but, like, and obviously with her parents later on, but, like, I feel like the story would have been fine without this character. She doesn't really bring anything to the table. Um, and I hate, you know, I, 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 you know, I understand like sometimes in movies you want to have a kid to get the kid, you know, the, get the, get the young people on board, but like, brother, this is no place for a child. Like they should have sent that kid back to like a safe village instantly. Yeah. 100%. And even like watching the trailer for this. So, which, to uh, be fair, they tried, they did try cause the, but the bridge was out to be fair. Yeah. Um, 
But like even watching this, they made it seem like she was going to be like a very much more important character. Watching the trailer, I mean, excuse me. Mm-hmm. But she really isn't. She's just kind of like a character that like the viewer can kind of relate to because she was just thrust into this little adventure here. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so then she she leads the group up this giant mountain. Well, first they go back to try and cross the bridge. The bridge is down. Um, we also get to see um, the first look at. Uh, I think this is where we get to see the first the three brothers, uh, the the Yoshioka brothers, which we don't know it's them yet. Uh, yeah. They're wearing like garbs over their faces and things like that. We see the one throw a spear and just fucking annihilate some poor poor random fellow, some NPC character. Um, yeah, the, the, boy, the, the way the way he chucks those spears though and sticks somebody to a rock, boy, that's going to be kind of important important later on. Yeah, here in about five minutes, he's gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, so they they start climbing this mountain um on on the way to Yamon's fortress. Um they get attacked by some more zombie samurais. Um and they manage to defeat them with the help of Goromaru and we get to see his his hawks. Um they they are they're they're busted, Christy. He's got oh. he, he's birdman, dude. <laughs> he can call for these he's fucking things. Just- and they're just one shotting these zombies, dude. They're just ripping. They're just ripping noggins off. Yeah, just tearing heads off. Um, which is really cool. So and then very quickly, um, you know, it, interrupted by a spear getting thrown from uh, one of the Yoshioka brother, the same Yoshioka brother that we saw kill the one guy. Um, yeah. Not only does he kill, not only does he yeah, take out he... one of the hawks, he also takes out our boy Goromaru. And uh, yeah. Our boys. He's right in the fucking chest, dude. Like he just gets fucking just dusted into this rock by this spear. He's he's real dead, real quick. Yeah, he is, he is no longer with us. We got one hawk left. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and he was kind of like our comic relief. He was kind of like the bumbling fat guy. Yeah, but, he, he was the choji of this show. And uh, yeah, exactly. You hate to see him uh, get iced so quickly <laughs> into it. Oh man. Um, but yeah. that's the thing, dude. <laughs> he's not the last one, dude. This whole fucking squad. Like, we're like, why? You know, we talked about Predator earlier. We're kind of in the same boat here with what happens to this crew. Yeah, because I was comparing it. What was that one anime we watched about the earthquake in Japan? Oh, oh, oh fucking uh, Japan Sinks? Japan, was it, Japan yeah. Sinks? It, it gave away a Japan Sinks kind of vibe. I was like, all right, well, who's dying in the next episode? <laughs> um, right? Jesus. Yeah, this guy getting speared was definitely the equivalent of father getting blown to fucking bits. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, you know, two of the other henchmen grab Sayo, um, and then, of course, propose mm-hmm. a challenge to Musashi to meet him at the temple the next day to get her. Um, you know, so they... Right, outside of the parking lot at 3 o'clock after <laughs> school, brother. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, Musashi and the boys, they lick their wounds. Um, they bury um, the hawk and Garamaru, and they head off to the temple the next day, and you know, they, they reveal themselves to be these three Yoshioka brothers, um, which you hear them call each other brother a few times. Not not Hulk Hogan brother, but yep. they, they, you know, they, like they actual. <laughs> you're my blood brother. Yeah, brother. Um, it's brother, not brother. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so <laughs> we, we find out that Musashi had killed these three brothers twenty years earlier. Yeah, um, which is. Again, this is—I I don't remember if they mentioned. I can't remember if these were names that were mentioned when they were telling Kaizen about some of the duels he had. But that kind of becomes the theme for any major character we meet from this point. It's like, 
how are you alive? I killed you in a duel fucking 15 years ago. And they're like, no, nah, we ain't dead, brother. Yeah, we got <laughs> me and my brother's brother. We're not dead, brother. <laughs> yeah, amen. Re- revived me and my brothers. And, uh, That's right, and, brother. And, and gives them some cool, like, Ginma power. Or is it Ginma or Oni power? No. Uh, Ginma. Ginma's Ginma. Yeah, they're Ginma. Yeah. Right. Ginma's demon, but also, doesn't Oni mean demon? Or like, or does Oni mean god? I don't know off the top, to be honest. Yeah. Regardless. I don't um, know. Whatever. Yeah. It's Oni's versus Genma's here. Yeah, they, they've got some demon powers, and so they're they're souped up. So it's a, and this is probably, I think this it's is, a really cool fight. Yeah, I think this is probably my favorite fight. Um, yeah. uh, same, same. I I 100% agree. This is my favorite fight. Um, and it, but also too, like it also no, feels ahead, like this fight is like the most important. Like this is like where the the show kind of shifts to being like this this bros on an adventure kind of thing. Like this is like. The stakes are definitely high here. This is where like the stakes are finally like revealed. Like holy shit, this is yeah. Because while while he's fighting the three brothers, um, Sayo gets trapped under this like giant bell that's on fire. And, like, yeah. Um. So Sahe and Hekiro, who are Sahe's like the the healer. Hekiro's like the fortune teller guy. And then Kaizen. But also real right and real quick because the um I want to say. They had a conversation before they went after because Kaizen actually didn't want to go after Sayo because he's like, look, dude, I'm only here for the gauntlet. Like, I'm not here to help you. I'm not here to see this through. I am here because you have our property that needs to be returned in 33 days. So that's my only mission. I don't give a fuck about anything else. But Cody, he quickly does start to give a fuck about everything else. And it all comes to a head right here. Yeah, so while, while, yeah, while the fight's going on and they're kind of flashing back and forth, and we can't really do justice to this fight, um, basically the brothers, like... It's great. They, like, break off, and the one's, like, a gigantic fucking, like, half-tree, half-man. One's got big, long arms, and, you know, our boy Musashi's holding his own, but he's kind of getting his ass beat a little bit here. Um, oh, yeah. And, um, you know, he throws on the gauntlet, asks for the help of that, um... And then Kaizen goes fucking Super Saiyan monk mode here. And, you know, for whatever reason, like, they can't, they, they're trying to pry this bell off of Sayo to get her out of there before she, she succumbs to the burns and the smoke and all that stuff. And Kaizen just fucking mans up and just barehanded pushes this fucking bell oh. off of her. Um, oh, I mean, man. And we're, and we're talking, you know. I don't want to spoil any any scenes of Attack on Titan, but if you know, you know this guy is burnt up pretty bad here. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and and what's unfortunate is uh, Cody Kaizen does ultimately succumb to these wounds. Like this is this is his last like good deed. Yeah, man, man, save Saya, um, and then, um, and, so, and he dies. He dies in Musashi's arms, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, as as Musashi's starting to like succumb to like the Oni Gauntlet's powers because this Oni Gauntlet is. It slowly like it absorbs these souls of these demons, but it's also like trying to like it. It has a like a secondary effect on Musashi, where it's like causing him to like start to question things and become like almost evil in a way. Um, and so it's turning him into a oni. Oh no! Yeah. And so as after the gauntlet absorbs the souls of the brothers, that he because of course he defeats them with the help of the gauntlet. And Kaizen's like final words kind of bring Musashi back to becoming like. Staying a human and not becoming an Oni. Um, yeah. 
And then, yeah, he, he succumbs to his injuries, and then, Chris, we get um, the worst episode of the show. Um, yeah. That is episode five, and that is like, I mean, we have, we've just beaten, you know, we lost another one of our teammates. Uh, it is just, now it's just Sahe, Ekiro, Sayo, and Musashi, so yeah. <laughs> down to the final four. Um, and this episode starts off, Chris, and they are confronted by three women. Um, yeah, we, we go from we go from the brothers brothers to the sisters sisters. Yeah, the Yoshi- and it's like the Yoshioka sisters, and it's just and like brother, my eyes rolled directly out of my head. I had to pick. Yeah, them up they could have easily. Look, I, I'm all for. I am all for. Give us some strong female villains. Give us some strong female leads. But like, they felt really out of place here. This literally should have just been another person that Musashi has dueled and killed, right? Like that that would have made so much more sense for that to be who this person is. Not those were our brothers, brother, and we're gonna we're gonna kill you. Yeah, and so they they we start this fight off. Um this is the first fight um mm-hmm. where it just they just they they were not only was it lazily written it was also just lazily animated it was just regular old 2D animation instead of yeah this weird 3D thing very weird. leading into um and the Yoshioka sisters you know they one like traps Saya and her like little chain whip thing that she has um and, mm-hmm. and Saya once again kind of being like the liability here um and, and that's how the sisters kind of get an advantage um and then they just disappear into thin air. Yeah. And it's never like we don't ask any questions. We just pick up our ball and keep on with the story. Um yeah. it, literally I the show doesn't explain it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh the bad guys are winning this fight. Too bad they disappeared. For yeah. no for oh, no for no fucking too. reason at all. <laughs> like, yeah, and but then they finally get us back on track, Cody, because I did forget to mention, one of the things that was kind of important about this village in the nearby mines is, Cody, there's gold in them there hills. Yeah, there's gold in them there hills, yes. Yeah, um, the fact that where they're heading is an absolute fucking just fortune in the walls, like, that's not that's not, not relevant to the story. Oh yeah, well that's why I, I mentioned it when we got to the village. That's why. Oh, yeah, I'm, I must have been just fucking jacking off to these M and M's and stout. You're, you're just pounding M and M's and stout over there, man. Nom, that was. Nom, nom. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the the local lord didn't want to tell the shogunate, and that's why the village yeah. got killed by Yamon and all of them. Um, yep. Because gold is a very powerful thing, especially you know, back then. Um, still is, of course, yeah. but. Turned yeah. out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. It's not as powerful as likes on the <laughs> internet. Yeah, and then. <laughs> So these sisters disappear, uh, and they head. They find like a little hut to like rest in. Um, Saya is has like some kind of like fever or something. So, um, and th- another reason I hate this fucking episode uh, is so Sahe, the like our, our our medicinal guy, he goes off to get whatever plant he needs to to heal Saya. Like cool. Um, and then, you know, while. Musashi's kind of like swinging the sword around. We get some flashbacks of the villains. Um, we get to see. I, I think it's here that we get. Pretty sure it's here where we get the first like Yamon and Matsuki flashback. Yes. Matsuki trained Yamon as well. Um, mm-hmm. 
he was one of the homies with uh with the rest of our squad here. Yeah. Um we get some flashbacks with them. We have Ekiro who's like the fortune teller. Um this guy honestly just sucks as a character. Like there's no fucking depth to him. He just like tells the worst thing ever when it comes to fortune. He's like somebody's going to die again. Oh no. Uh. Like he is just last completely empty kind of person. Um he, he does have one redeemable moment later on. I, I was just like, when does he die? Like, like, can we just get him off the screen? Um, but Sahe goes out to get these medicinal herbs or whatever for Ayo, um, which I'm pretty sure never even gets given to her because she just comes out of the hut and she's like, Usashi's like, oh, where's everybody else? And she's like, I was the only one in there. He goes, oh, all right, well. Well. Okay. <laughs> Big gulp, say. Well, see you later. <laughs> and... And then, like, Sahe comes back and passes up Heikuro, and Heikuro kind of gets inspired to, like, continue on with the group because he notices Sahe's just, you know, pressing on no matter what. Um, and whatever he's inspired, Sahe doesn't give Sayo any of the herbs. They never talk about it. <laughs> she just feels better. And we're, all right, we're mo- episode, sounds great. Episode six. But wait, Chris, we, do, we, we forgot. We forgot about those sisters that attacked us. Uh, oh Jesus Christ! They're back. They're back. Uh, and then Musashi quickly kills them in two seconds. And hell yeah! And that was the episode. I I think this was trying to show like them facing their demons or something, but it was just horribly written. Um, yes. And just awful. Um, <clears throat> the important thing is we get the flashback with uh, Matsuki and Iemon, Um because we're like, well, why did Iemon become this evil guy? And they like they draw out this big reveal of what his big secret is. Like Matsuki's like, "We'll wait till the moon goes down, and then you tell me." Or the moon comes out, or the clouds cover the moon, or whatever he fucking says. And he's like, "I think all samurai should be exterminated." And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, "So why are you training to be a samurai, you fucking moron? Hey, fucking like, good. like literally the dumbest fucking backstory I've ever heard." Um. But yeah, that's his backstory. He thinks all samurai should be exterminated, and so he has now become a samurai and is reviving samurai to kill one samurai. Um, yeah, sounds good to me. Yep. And that's our backstory. So anyhow, well, now let's get to the fucking cave of gold here. Oh, and we meet my man Alfred. The Cody. We need a but- quick, quick guys. We need a butler. We need a butler. Um. What's his name? We need a name. Name for a butler. Guy in corner reading Batman comic. Oh, how about Alfred? Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we have this this character Alfred who, you know, <laughs> very like American looking guy. <laughs> like he just doesn't he doesn't fit in fucking at all. Like <laughs> it's very out of place for like the 1600s. I don't I don't I don't think he's dressed very. Uh, you know, 1600s like, because he's he he's dressed more like a 1940s butler yeah. versus you know somebody wearing like I don't know. When I think, even if he wasn't like, I mean, if he was a you know American or a Westerner, he would be dressed like a fucking pilgrim, right? <laughs> and if he was English, he'd have like the powdered wig and like he'd be just like fucking George Washington. This guy is just fucking suited up, just looking like Alfred from Batman. Yeah, like a fucking Dapper Dan over here. He's a <laughs> Dapper Dan man over here. And it's so fucking weird. And then, Cody, we start breaking out muskets, which I guess that makes sense. You know, I I, I guess. 
I guess muskets were around in the 1600s, I, I guess. That makes sense. Probably somewhere, um, yeah. somewhere close to there, yeah. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's fair. I was more but distracted like, by the American butler <laughs> inside but, but the gold mine. <laughs> but here's my biggest gripe, Cody. This guy's just firing off rounds out of this musket. Cody, if I know anything about muskets, you get like one shot before you have to be like, oh, <laughs> and start like fucking, you know, sticking the rod in there and pouring the powder in and fucking stuffing it down. Like, yeah, not, this guy's just fucking spraying this room. Not our boy Alfred, man. He is just fucking... Dude, he's yeah. fucking locked and loaded. Yeah, he's got a fucking bolt-action rifle. <laughs> Brother. Um, but yeah, he he basically leads them down to the underground, walks them through. Mm-hmm. They have all these like demons doing their bidding, and he's like, we've got so much power, we can beat everybody. Any country could combine forces and attack us, and they're like... He just starts cutting the Survivor Survivor Series promo. You bring your whole team of Hulkamaniacs, brother. <laughs> yeah, and they're all like, well, you don't have an army. And he's like, well, we'll just make a demon army. We don't yeah, have it fine. yet, but we'll make it. It'll be fine. We're, but we're gonna. Yeah. Um, and, and he's trying to convince them to join. And they all basically are like, no, nah. we're we're not going to join. Like, brother, do you forget that your, your, your master, Eamon's been leading us here? You thought we were just going to... Hey, yeah, we're all friends now. Yeah, we're just going to do what you do. Yeah, you sounds think. great. Um, and so... Um, then uh, Alfred calls out this big fucking, like... Half-man, half-horse thing with a carriage behind it. Some big demon monster. Right. A centaur, I guess, is what, mm-hmm. as, it, as it's called here. Um, he hops in the carriage and starts, like you said, blasting with this, this musket he has. Yeah, because he's like, because the one guy's got like, I guess the the guy's got like bows and arrows, like the centaur guy's got, you know, which is, which makes more sense. And then Alfred, Alfred's like, wait till the musket troops get here, which I mean, he, he must have been referring to himself because he just pulls <laughs> the fucking just <laughs> the fucking kill switch from this fucking uh, <laughs> and just starts spraying, man. Yeah, and. You know, the the centaur thing is shoot its arrows just like destroy Sahe's bow. I mean and and our our team is looking looking grim. Everything's and, looking grim here. And and I think Sahe takes a takes a fucking mini ball to the fucking ankle, which Cody again, I hate you know I'm not trying to be like the fucking history nerd here, but if we're shooting multiple shots, if we're gonna make shit up, I mean this mini ball should have ripped his goddamn leg off. Yeah, he gets shot by this fucking he catches a stray bullet, as he as he, he himself puts it. Um, you know, it's fun. <laughs> it is what it is, Chris. Things are weird here, um, especially when Ekiro does his smoke screen thing. Um, oh, you mean he's like his fucking heroin? His fucking yeah. Yeah. His LSD smoke? Yeah, his final attack that he's been training this whole life for this moment to, to sacrifice Just himself for cover- the team. Cover the room in LSD is what he's doing. <laughs> so he, he hits him with this smoke screen, and they're like, you know, Sahi's like, I know what this is. This is his special move, but it can't be activated without blood. And, I mean, they just fucking light him up with arrows and oh, dude, bullets. <laughs> yes, for, his tr- for his trouble, he gets three arrows right in the fucking bread basket. This guy's done. <laughs> and then all of the blood sprays all over the smoke, and the smoke turns pink. And confuses only the bad guys. <laughs> but I don't think that's how dr- I don't think that's how drugs work, Cody. I, I, you know, it's a very 
tactically place smokescreen to only get the enemies here, um, even though they're running in circles around them. But, you know, whatever. Uh, he sacrifices himself, all these guys. Um, yeah, another the, fallen homie, by the, the way. The centaur, I'm pretty sure, just, like, runs into a pole and dies, and then uh, Musashi goes up and finishes off Alfred. We get to see things from Alfred's point of view, and he's tripping balls and then proceeds to get, like, diced into pieces. Um, and then, of course... Uh, you know, the smoke settles, literally. Um, Heikiro is dead, and he was worthless anyhow. His chin literally has, like... it. Uh, Chris, I don't know if you actually looked at Heikiro's chin in the animation. But one of the he had, like, four chins, dude. One of the reviews I saw were, like, unfortunately, after watching this, I cannot get the scene of Heikiro's chin out of my... <laughs> like, out of my eyes. And I'm like, wait, what? What was it? And then he posted it on the screen, and I'm like... Dude, his chin. I'll just I'll just share it in the Discord here. Mm-hmm. Man's got like. <laughs> I don't even know. He's got like is. boils. He's got like <laughs> boils on his chin. Yeah. It's, it's like a chin with two like chins growing out of it. It's just like uh, a very. Brother, he, put, he puts he puts he puts Bill Cower to shame, brother. <laughs> Who's the fucking ball sack man from Yu Yu Hakusho? Tarukane. Oh, not Tarukane, yeah. Tarukane and Heikuro, like, they're from the same family, for sure. Just mm. fucked up faces. Um, but he's dead, and, you know, he, he sacrificed himself to beat these for guys. For nothing. For, yeah, basically for nothing. Yeah. Um, and then Sayo looks over, and when you know it, Chris, it's Sayo's parents. Um, and Sayo runs over to go see him. Um, of course, her parents are being controlled by Iemon. And they both begin to strangle uh, Sayo. Um, yeah, like they turn into demons and start strangling Cody. There's only one way out of this. Yeah, and even even Sayo's parents are like begging Musashi to kill her. And Sayo's like, no, don't do it. They're they're not doing this on their own. They're like, please, just kill us. Please kill yeah. us. Otherwise, we're going to kill our daughter. And Musashi's like, well, all right. Fucking, he and had them both. And obliges. He sure does. Take, they both end up taking a dirt nap, like, right fucking here. Yeah, had to kill her parents right in front of her because they were controlled by Yamon, uh, who then finally comes down from this, his throne. Yeah, you hear the fucking glass shatter like Stone Cold. He starts clapping, coming down the slowest elevator of all fucking time. Yeah, and, and remember that, the, the slowest elevator of all yeah. time, because that this, actually... This gonna, elevator matters. <laughs> this elevator yeah. is going to matter, Chris. Um, and so he heads down, reveals himself... Um, and he called, uh, so basically, uh, Musashi tells Sahi and Sayo, excuse me, to get out of there, um, because, uh, when that, and that's when, um, God damn it, what's his fucking name? Lemon, Iemon. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon. That's when Iemon calls on a Genma, this former famous swordsman, Sasuke Kojiro, um, which is funny, by the way, because we've, we've been waiting this whole fucking series to see to run into Iemon, who's been the, the quote-unquote bad guy, and what does he do? He fucking steps aside for, you're actually going to fight this guy. Yeah, which, which if, if you know who Sasuke Kojiro is and, like, the history of him and Musashi, like... He also a real swordsman. I'm sure you, you as, like, that guy that's been studying fucking... St- Japanese samurais from the 1600s. Yeah. When you stumbled onto this Netflix show, you were fucking just buzzing. You were just, your best life. <laughs> like, just fucking coming in your pants. Oh. But any other <laughs> of the nine billion people on Earth <laughs> who have no fucking idea who this is, I was like, that, I was, in my head, I was like, oh, maybe that's like a 
one of the video game guys or something. I was like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's like, well, and Cody, well, and the funny thing is, Cody, my first thought is this motherfucker rolls out here with five swords. I'm like, he's going to grow two hands. Yeah. I was like, yeah. he's going to, he's going to, he's going to get two more arms before this episode's over. And Cody <laughs> sure is fucking God's got sandals. <laughs> yeah. He does grow two more arms. But Chris, not before he, uh, gets ordered by by Iemon to cut off Musashi's arms and legs, which is kind of like I don't know if he's got some weird kink for cutting off Musashi's arms and legs, but like every so. every Genma he sends after him, he's like cut off his legs and arms, and they're all like, yeah, the brothers are like, I'm gonna cut off his arms and I'm gonna cut off his legs, <laughs> like yeah, it's, it's 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 his fucking thing. It's, it's yeah. the only way he can get off, man. That's yeah. his only move. Yeah, and of course, uh, Sasaki uh, then proceeds to just. Butcher Eamon. Eviscerate. It just <laughs> cuts off his arms and legs. <laughs> like, sure uh, does. And you know, it it definitely like. At this point, I was like, "Well, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, we've been we've been we've been pursuing Eamon this entire time. I didn't want <laughs> brother. This was literally the this was the moment. This was the rock stealing WrestleMania <laughs> from Cody Rhodes, right? <laughs> fucking yeah. That's it, exactly what this is. Like I, we watched all these episodes to get up to this moment, and it feels so bad. Oh <laughs> <laughs> and then he just chops him to pieces, and and he just fucking lays there like a slug. Yeah, just for a, for a little bit for now. For now. Yeah, and so now Sasuke and Musashi, because they have history together, they can fight without any distractions. He and grows two arms, so he can use all four of his swords. By by the way. Yeah, well, he's got five. We'll find out about that other one later. Um, he's got a big like Sephiroth sword on his yeah. uh, on his back. And then Musashi, of course, plugs in the gauntlet, and we're ready to. Or, well, first he can't get it open for some reason. Like, he's like, "Oh, yeah, it won't the, open." I'm like, box has, "This box <laughs> has been bouncing around in the middle, and that's riddled with bullets." By the way, yeah, he's like, "Oh, it won't open." I'm like, "What are we fucking talking about? Look, open the box." box you got two swords. Cut the fucking box in half. You, you fucking clown. I'm like, you're this most famous swordsman. Can't open a fucking jar. Like, <laughs> Brother, fucking the pickle jar gets him. I don't I don't know if I read that on his historical Wikipedia that he was done in by a pickle jar, you know? Yeah, I I want to know like, like what they were thinking. Like, yeah, like he's going to go to put on the gauntlet. But then he can't put a he can't open the box and the the writing board's like oh yeah that's a good one yeah yeah it's like shut the fuck up so he finally gets the box open and puts the gauntlet on him like what the fuck ever man. and then like, it, and it's it's morphing time at this point yeah and now yeah so meanwhile um. Uh, also scores of like zombie monsters are coming into the. Yeah, like which, our little zombie samurais are starting to crowd this arena that they're in. Yeah, the army has arrived. Um, and it's kind of which, like, by the way, I didn't think they had an army. They uh, did. Alfred literally just say they didn't have an army yet. Well, I, I, we did see some of them walking around, so I was like, okay, you know, maybe we'll be we'll be a little bit like forgiving on that. Um, like I feel like we had some laborers, maybe <laughs> like them to, to get the fucking gold out of there, but like. These guys had armor and swords, Cody. This was, uh, you know, if it looks like a duck and walks like a duck, it's probably an army. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the, these guys uh, show up. They're they're basically just like cool effects for when our main characters are swinging their swords. They can like that's all. They can it have is. like that Dynasty Warriors effect where there's just bodies getting thrown up in the air. 
Um, You're just watching the KO count like on the screen. Yeah. Um, I'm just waiting for Lou Boo to show up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and we, we do get some like, I don't know, some kind of meaningless flashbacks in my opinion uh, with like Iemon and um, Sahe um, like their their history together, like playing like some random board game. Um, but regardless, um, so they're playing like fucking armies and armies and marijuana, like six shoots and ladders. Yeah, and so um, Sahe and Sayo are. Well, I guess are, it's, I guess it's kind of important, right? Because like he bests him with like smoke from cannabis plants that defeats his army or it defeats Amon's army on this board game, which is like, brother, I don't know what board game you're playing, but I'm fucking, I feel like if you got marijuana, like you're just, you're just kind of win the game, right? Like that's, that's, that's the, that's the, that's the, I win button, right? Yeah. I, I also don't understand all the, the, maybe I don't know nearly enough about the plant cannabis, but I, mm-hmm. I didn't know you, you could like just kill people with it. I, I meant, right? I, I'm pretty sure it just, Makes you very happy, and you want to eat a bunch of snacks. <laughs> yeah, brother, it, it makes it makes me want a fucking ten piece nugget, a big and tasty, and just uh, makes me giggle. That's about it. Yeah. yeah, like when he goes to like chloroform him with this fucking weed towel. I'm like, you just gonna oh get him really God. high before you kill him? Like, <laughs> oh man, I want to talk to Samson. <laughs> I was Jesus. like, I was like, I, maybe I just don't understand cannabis, the plant, right. and you know, I don't need to because the show's not gonna explain it to me anyhow. So um, maybe the director is like one of those like real stodgy '80s like drugs parents. It's like drugs are bad. Drugs are gonna kill you. See what cannabis does to people. Yeah, that 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 actually may be what it is. He was like a this dare. is what Nan Reagan was talking about. Yeah, he was a dare officer, dude. <laughs> right, um, Jesus. Yeah. So, <laughs> while so while Sayo and Sahe they have escaped. All right, they have escaped out of that room. Um, and yeah. now Iemon is is he has his flashbacks. He's like, I won't die, and he begins to do his Gary the Snail impression from SpongeBob and just Probably this dude fucking scoots. Because, yeah, because like you said, Saye and Sayo get they're on gone. the elevator to get out. Yeah, they're gone. And um, Sasuke and Miyamoto, Miyamoto and, go uh, off to do uh, Yeah. What's his name? Not Sasuke. Sasaki. Sasaki Kojuren. They're like, do you want to take this somewhere else where it's not so crowded? And they're like, well, fucking let's roll. So they run out to another place, which the army immediately follows them. So why the fuck are because so this pisses me off, Cody. They change venues only for the monsters to follow them for them to just kill them before they continue fighting, which they could have done that without leaving the room. However, like you said, fucking Eamon wakes up and he's like, I'm not going to die here. He just starts, starts fucking thumping along on the ground with his nubs, just commando crawling with his shoulders and thighs. And brother, he's he's hauling ass. Because it's important. Yeah, he's hauling ass because, like, while this fight's going on, Sahe and, and Sayo, they're like, they, they start finding this trail of blood. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, that can't be. It, it, it physically cannot be Eamon because even, if, even if, Chris, I'm misremembering and they didn't take the elevator. Even if they oh, ran they sure through, did. there's only there's only two exits. There's the path. 
<laughs> there's the path that, uh, that the, Cody, uh, they were they were on that elevator and they were dog. long out of view before Eamon woke up. Dog. There's there's three exits. There's the one way that fucking the two swordsmen ran off to to fight on the bridge, where there's like mm-hmm. military tanks and like all kinds of things that probably don't exist in the 1600s. I don't know though. Um, and then there's the other way which Eamon went through. Yes. And so if it, whether whether Sahe and Sayo went up the elevator or down that pathway, I don't remember. Eamon took the fucking bullet train yeah. to wherever yeah. the fuck they, they were going. Regardless, no matter what, there is no way he passed them. No. <laughs> in any way. And so I'm, they're following this blood trail. I'm like, okay, this has to go to somebody else because Eamon is literally either below them or behind them. But... It, he's the fucking tortoise in the hair race, Chris, because this blood trail leads directly to him. And I'm like, oh my god, how, 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 how? And they don't question it. No, nobody's like, brother, what the fuck how are the we f- talking did, about? How did you get here? And he he goes on this spiel about how him and <laughs> him and Saya are brothers, and they have all this past together. And he's like, he's like, will you carry me into that other room so I can? And finish my dream and become a Genma. And and meanwhile, Sayo's like, "What are you talking yeah. about?" And what does Sayo do? Yeah, fuck it, I'll pick you up, brother. Yeah. And Sayo's like, "Why is he helping him? We, we were here to defeat him." Um, and it's like, okay, maybe Sahe's a bad guy. And it's like, well, shit. <clears throat> so he carries him to this other like lab room. Um, and then you know you, you think he's gonna help him turn him into a demon. But then Sahe poisons him instead with cannabis. Um, the devil, oh, I mean, the, he, the devil's lettuce, according to this director. Oh, the devil, <laughs> the devil's lettuce gets him. Because it's funny, after the board game in the flashback, Yamon looks at Sahe and says, "You will never defeat me again." And after he fucking chokes him out with cannabis, which, brother, I can't imagine how much cannabis you need to choke somebody out. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's. Uh, Dog, maybe, but then he's like, I guess I beat you again. Yeah, maybe we've only had the good kind. I don't I don't know, man. I guess. Maybe it's poisonous before he had oh. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I what know. were they smoking in feudal Japan, brother? <laughs> they had the crazy stuff over there. It was laced or something. Uh, that that fucking wacky tobacco over there. Um so yeah, like Sahe like Sahe's whole entire character and demeanor has changed throughout this whole scene because He's, like, ignoring mm-hmm. Sayo when he's, like, protecting her up until this point. And then he, like, he's, like, like, he turns on her after poisoning him because he, like, kills him in, like, kind of like a, there's some malice when he kills him. Like, it's kind of like a dark way. Like, even though he kills him with weed, um, you know, it's, it just seems kind of off-putting, like, the way he acts throughout the whole process. And then he's, like, looks back at Sayo and he goes, you know, I'm actually sent on an additional mission other than that no one else knew about. Um, so he's supposed to be like the quote unquote third villain. He's like, I'm to kill anybody that knows about the gold mine. It's like, like what? All right. It's like, so now he's going to, it's like now he's the bad guy and he's turning on Sayo. It's like, okay. Um, and then he's actually like, he's like, he's, he's like, but actually I won't. We'll just go back to living normal and I'll just have to lie my way through it with the with the with the lord. And then he just you, uh, and then he goes I'll probably never see you again in this life. Take care. 
and, and bows and, out and just pieces the fuck off. Dude, it's the worst scene I've ever watched. It was like, why did we heel turn twice? Like, why did we... Like, <laughs> it was the classic double swerve. Yeah, it was, but it was... I don't get it. It was so bad, though. It was just like... Like, oh, man, he's a double agent. And he's like, actually, I'm still a good guy. Sorry I was acting weird for the last three minutes of piss-poor writing. Um, oh, God. Take care of yourself, even though I just probably scared you half to death. You you poor child. <laughs> like, like, Oh, my God. And then he just fucking walks off. And that's it. I don't <laughs> get it. And then, you know, meanwhile, we have this big fight going on. Um between Musashi and Sasaki. Um, you know, Musashi's in full fucking Oni mode. He's purple and has long white hair. He doesn't even look like himself anymore. They're, yeah. They're doing the fast sword swinging thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, eventually, they fall down, like, so many mine shafts and mine shafts and mine shafts. So they get to this <laughs> bottom part where they... He doesn't have any swords. They've been destroyed. Sayo shows up. Tells him that what's his face went on ahead. He kind of takes off the gauntlet, um, and then grabs a wooden paddle, and they have their final clash moment where he jumps at him with the wooden paddle while he has this gigantic fucking sword. As like the the gold mine is caving in, Sayo escapes, and yeah, we we just uh, we assume the entire mine site just collapses um, from their battle and. Yeah. And like we yeah, we're back we're back at the monk village and the Oni Gauntlet's just sitting there. Yeah. And That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. literally I didn't see Sayo grab the gauntlet on her way out, but it's there, so maybe he lived with his wooden paddle attack. Um Sure. Because I mean if if surely if he, if his two swords and his Oni powers couldn't defeat this this powerful demon swordsman, surely the, the wooden paddle would finish the job. Um, oh, of course. Like that make that makes sense to me. <clears throat> right. Um and then I assume that I like to pretend that Sahe died in, in the in the mine cave in as well. Uh, because like we see him for yes. a second, we see like the rocks falling and it's just like uh <laughs> and then it's just like back to the fighting scene. Um Exactly. Yeah, and then the show just ends. So it like Yeah, that's that's it. Um Onimusha, baby. I think I really like the first four episodes, even though they kind of yes. just rust us into this. this sh- like we're in the middle of the mission already. Like we don't really understand the mission. They kind of explain it as they go, who they are. Um, but I, I like the show for the first four episodes. And then the last four, I was like, man, I don't... The, the writing just went downhill. And I don't know. We we got rid of our big bad. And then even the moment they had to like actually make Sahe be like a bad guy and be like, yeah, I'm gonna turn him into the demon, or like, I I don't know, man. There's so many different directions they could have took, and they took the worst one. So yeah, a little a uh, little out there. Yeah, but I mean, it was still a fun watch. I didn't I didn't hate the show. I just uh, the last half is very weak, um, which is weird because some of the reviews I've listened to they hated the beginning and liked the latter half. I'm like, okay, you just. Let me just make sure I never see any of your content ever again. Um, yes. Just unsubscribe from that real fucking fast. But yeah, and it seemed like from the majority of the fans of the games, like, this had nothing to do with it, except for, like, the fact that there's Samurais and, ga- and an Oni Gauntlet, and even the Oni Gauntlet was done incorrectly. 
Like it literally does yes. the complete opposite in the game, so it took several liberties, and you know, I, I don't think this is gonna, you know, revitalize the Onimusha franchise. I think this is just a, a bad samurai anime that yeah, probably it's, didn't it's, get approved, and then they went to Capcom and were like, hey, what if we slap your guys' name on this? And they're like, <laughs> brother, we don't give a shit. Do whatever you want. Um... <laughs> And here we are uh, with this, with this, this, yeah, this anime here. Um, Chris, you know, what, what did you think overall of this show? It was fine. Like the first half was definitely very strong. Again, I'm, I'm actually of the mindset. I really like the kind of drop us in to, um, Miyamoto, uh, on this, um, on this mission. Um, which is why we get dropped right into him obtaining the gauntlet, you know, right off the bat. And I, I like the fact they gave us this group of characters that we learn about along the way. Some of them we learn about them long after they're dead, which I think is kind of cool. Um, but the show definitely just takes a fucking a hard left turn into assholeville when we get into inside the gold mine slash Eamon's castle. Um, it's almost like they just they just ran out of ideas and just had to kind of make shit up. Like, cause again, Alfred's out of place. Like just the whole, you know, just having uh fucking Suzuki uh, Kojiro come in and just fucking just murk the bad guy that we've heard about for like five episodes. It just, it just didn't make sense. I, it, the first, it just, I don't know, man, first half really like an, an a plus for the first half, but like a fucking D minus for the back half, which, Gives it, I guess that's 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 a B minus or a C plus uh, average for the anime, which to me is going to put it very middle of the pack. Yeah, yeah, that that's where I'm at too. I think I think the show peaked at episode four with the Yoshioka brothers fight. Mm -hmm. Like that that was awesome. I was like, man, this fight is sweet. I can't wait to see the final fight. And the final fight was just like, <laughs> man, it was just like just a bunch of swords swinging, not hitting nothing. Like, yeah, it was a. It reminded me of like bit of the, a swing, bit of a miss. Yeah, the Dragon Ball Z fights where they're just punching super fast. And they're like, oh my god, they're moving so fast. And it's like, oh my god, your animators are really lazy, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like, did they run out of funding like halfway through? Did Netflix tell them to fuck off, or did yeah. this happen like during the strike? Like, what happened? I don't know, but at episode four, I was like all in on the show, and then episode five eventually had to start. And it was like, fuck. yeah. Um, yeah, it just it just changes the mood changes so fast, and it, it, which is a shame. Yeah, I I think it was like I, I think we could have had the moment where like Sahe, you know, he he pretends to carry in Eamon to get him to become a demon, and he's like, actually, I'm just fucking kidding. And then Eamon somehow like takes him out. I don't know how he does it, but he he's got some trap that fucking kills him, and then fucking. Yeah, let him but, grow his arms and legs yeah, back. He's gives, a demon. Gives yeah. him, turns him into a demon, and then he's the real big bad. Um, yeah. And instead, it was just like, actually, Sahe's just going to do like five heel turns in this room. And then he's mm -hmm. going to literally be like, just kidding. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to go die to this rubble real quick. And then, um, yeah, I don't, it's very middle of the pack for me. Uh, but at episode four, like, man, was... I had some high hopes. Yeah. I was like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like the first half of this, like big ninja scroll type vibes. Like I was like, all right, we could be onto something here. Yeah, that's and exactly what I thought. Fucking... When the when the Yoshioka brothers, I was like, oh, this is fucking just like 
today's ninja scroll yeah. is kicking in right now. This is awesome. Like, yeah. And then it just like, nah, no, no, it's not. Like actually, sorry, sorry, we got your hopes up. Yeah, sorry, we got a little too a little ahead of ourselves there. Yeah. So, um, as far as rankings go, uh, our numbers on these are going to be way off, Chris. I'm going to see. Oh, that's you. Right. I'm going to shoot you over it, your list. Me. Uh, yeah, so I can. I mean, I, I have an idea where it's going to go. I just need to see specific shows that are in the middle of the pack that I'm uh, that this is going to kind of hang out around. Yeah, let me paste your list there. I think I know where. Like, I'm, I will, no, please go ahead. I'm sorry. I think I know where I'm going to put it on my list. It's going to be really low. It is going to be. Fuck, man! It's going to be low. Yeah, um, it's actually it's actually going to be above Fully Cooley and under Jujutsu Kaisen. Now, I'm looking at Fully Cooley as like the whole thing, not just the first season of Fully Cooley. Yeah, that, um, that is where Fully we, we didn't divvy up Fully Cooley's other parts. Yeah, otherwise, they would just uh, be sitting at the bottom of our list. Um, yeah, so I'm going to put it above. Oh, no, fuck, I still got stuff under there, don't I? Oh man, I might actually. Oh, man, did I have? Did I really have Parasite so low? Parasite wasn't that bad. I guess it got kind of shitty at the at the back end, didn't it? Oh wait, no, um, ignore that parasite. Ignore oh, that that's not a real. It's not the real parasite. Yeah, we, we, this is. Oh, I see. Okay, got it. Yeah, I moved parasite up on your list and never deleted the old. One. Oh, gotcha. This list gotcha, is very. Gotcha. Uh, you know, the well, listeners right. at home can't can't see what we're looking at here, but yeah, our I list actually put, put this mess. under Helsing. Under, put this under Helsing. Under OG Helsing above yeah. Steins Gate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so it'll fuck. be basically like your new number, like new number, like twenty-seven or something. Yeah, that, that, that sounds about right. Because literally everything below that is just absolute fucking dog water. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna put this. There's a lot of shows that start off really good and then end so horribly. Um, every show at the bottom of our list, for a couple. Um, but I, I could watch this again. I'm not like. Angry about it. I think from Fooly Cooly down, I'm probably never watching those again. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty I, much anything below this, I'm never watching again. That's why that was kind of my, that's why I kind of had to yeah, pivot I, there a little bit. Yeah, I think I'm going to put this under Helsing below, or under Helsing, original Helsing, and above Fooly Cooly the first three mm-hmm. seasons. Um, it's. I, I don't care to ever watch this again. It's very much like Blood of Zeus. Like I don't remember anything that happened in Blood of Zeus, but I don't. I know I don't want to go back and watch it. Um, Can- yeah. Cannon Busters has a cool intro song. High School of the Dead has a cool intro song. Uh-huh. Uh, Eden of the East has a really cool starting concept until it just gets like way more until confusing. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, we don't even need to talk about you know. How bad Seven Deadly Sins gets. Seven Deadly oh, Sins yeah. might actually be able to get moved up on my list, just because like, Damn. like at least it's, you know, it's at least it's sort of rememberable. Yeah, for God's sake, they they at least tried. Yeah, at least at the beginning they tried. You know, for two seasons they 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 gave a shit. Um, mm-hmm. I'll get that added into your list, and I'll, I got to straighten up our anime list here because I think this is like the thirty seventh anime we've seen. <laughs> Maybe somewhere, somewhere around that point. Um, but yeah, this one, you know, at, at, uh, during episode four, Chris, I thought this was going to be pretty high on my list. I thought we were looking like a top twenty, easy, and it's it's not. Uh, but yeah, no. 
I can go Damn back and shame. Watch, uh, if there's an episode, I'll go back and watch it. It'll be episode four because it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's the it's where the show peaks. Um, it is definitely you're on the Cody. You're on the roller coaster. You get to the top, and you're just like, oh yeah, and then it's just, uh. <laughs> and it gets it, the the roller coaster jams, and you gotta get like it takes it two hours raining. to get you down. <laughs> yeah, it's, it starts. You're caught in a thunderstorm. It's just, it's just ain't great. Yeah, yeah. It is it is unfortunate, but you know, I'm I, you know I'm glad we watched it, and uh, yeah, probably never watch it again. But that's okay. We're moving on to. Hopefully, bigger and better things. Um, and we got a little Tokyo Godfather next week, which I've I've never seen. So here we are. Yeah, I have never seen it either. Uh, another Satoshi Kon film. Um, I hope I like it more than uh, Millennium Actress. Uh, that's that's all I'm hoping for. Yeah, it would be hard yeah, no, to I be agree. worse than a Millennium Actress, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we will see. Um, but yeah, that's gonna do it for this week, guys. Um, my name is Cody Snodgrass. And I'm Chris Adams, and thank you for sitting through another bad anime with us. Or another, I don't want to say bad, it wasn't bad, it was okay. Another average anime with us. We do it so you don't have to.